0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is balance. We balance our experiences as children with the knowledge that we have a unique chance through ACA to break the cycle of family dysfunction. Many of our family members seem to live from one reactive moment to the next. There was little if any thought given to planning ahead for possibilities and or how best to approach situations. Some of us try to change this pattern as adults. Perhaps as we raised our own families, maybe we became rigid when planning to overcompensate for the chaos we had experienced. Or we may have found ourselves frequently feeling overwhelmed. We did not seem to have the capacity to look at the big picture and act accordingly. And we consistently berated ourselves for the shortcoming. You know, I think part of this is um, you know, the big picture. So I think day-to-day with survival was always the thing, and just get to the next day, get to the next week at work. And, you know, where I, I can see that manifesting is a lot of times I just want to be alone and, and you know, you can, can control that environment. But sometimes you need to be around other people and, you know, keeping your world artificially small is, you know, is, is an aspect of control, but also another way to deal with overwhelm. Again, thank God for, you know, not just recovery, but the people that you meet in recovery and really understanding that this is not something that I have to do alone. Back to the reading. When we find a way to live in recovery, we work to erase old tapes and old ways of doing things. Pause here. I feel like step six and seven of these programs is where that really happens for me. Back to the reading. But ingrained habits do not disappear overnight. When we feel ourselves either at the end of the reaction spectrum, too rigid or feeling overwhelmed, we open our new tool bag and find a way to center ourselves, whether it's through a phone call or using another tool of recovery. By doing so, we reinforce a resolve to live intentional lives. we find purpose and hope because of the balance we were able to integrate. This leads to the peace and serenity we have always deserved on this day, I will pause and think about how I want to live my day. I affirm that I deserve to live the balanced life that I choose, not a life that simply happens to me and that is the power of choice which I you know I realize in this reading um, you know it's been a little bit, and it's something I really want to you know, be more consistent with these uh, shows is because, you know, it's very easy to to forget and I get to choose what kind of life, the people that I want in it as an adult, you know, living in a dysfunctional family, I had no choice. I had no choice of the dysfunctionally crazy grandmother uh, that I lived in or the, or the fighting. And, you know, I think one of the things I've learned is a lot of times we go back to situations I think human beings just go back to situations and the tragedy is just because they're familiar not because they're ideal. And and as the reading says, we lose sight of the big picture. Anyways, back to the reading. Uh, Oh, that is the end of that reading. The next reading is ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is stored trauma. Clinical research strongly suggests that childhood trauma or neglect are stored in the tissue of the children. That's great. The emotional or physical trauma does not go away without an effort to address the original cause. It's in your bones, they might have said. There's something the matter with the whole family. These statements only beg the question that often gets overlooked. Why? Though the trauma of our forefathers and foremothers is stored in us, then so too must be the restorative part of the body. In fact, when we work the steps, reparent ourselves, attend meetings, and join with a fellow traveler, we are using some of the most powerful tools known to restore our bodies back to a balanced, natural condition. This is not easy and often takes considerable effort and persistence. It may even include an occasional or even a frequent ACA relapse. However, there's no easier, softer way. The process of recovery involves real work and determination that pays dividends beyond our expectations. You know, not have to pause and remember that. I mean, the life that I have now is, you know, I have a somewhat difficult day today, but the life that I have now is, is just completely different than what it was pre-recovery, so... We'll read that again. However, there is no easier, softer way. The process of recovery involves real work and determination that pays dividends beyond our expectations. If we are willing to stay on this recovery journey, if we trust the steps and promises, our bodies can release the stored trauma. Trust the steps and the promises. I like that. Our bodies can release the stored trauma, which brings us true relief. The miracle of recovery is the destination, and we can get there. On this day, I will pay close attention to my body and the clues it gives me about my stored trauma. I affirm for myself that by using the steps and reparenting myself, the trauma energy can be released so that I may experience a wholeness I could not have possibly imagined. And now we go to the great Melody Beatty, Language of Letting Go, and the topic is proving it to ourselves. I spent a year trying to prove to my husband how much his drinking was hurting me. When I began to recover, I realized I was the one who needed to realize how much his drinking was hurting me. I spent months trying to prove to a man I was date anonymous. I spent months trying to prove to a man I was dating how responsible and healthy I was. Then I realized what I was doing. He didn't need to realize how responsible and healthy I was. I did. Oh boy. I like that story. Trying to prove how good we are, trying to prove we're good enough, trying to show someone how much he or she has hurt us, trying to show someone we're understanding are warning signs that we may be into our self-defeating behaviors. This compulsive need to prove symptom. They can be an indication that we're trying to control someone. They can be an indication that we do not believe how good we are, that we're good enough, that someone is hurting us. They can be a warning that we've allowed ourselves to get hooked into a dysfunctional system. They may indicate that we're stuck in a cloudy fog of denial or doing something that is not good for us. Trying excessively to make a point with another may mean that we have not yet made that point with ourselves. Once we make that point with ourselves, once we understand, we will know what to do. The issue is not about others understanding and taking us seriously. The issue is not about others believing we're good and good enough. The issue is not about others seeing and believing how responsible or loving or, or competent we are. The issue is not about whether others realize how deeply we're feeling a particular feeling. We are the ones that need to see the light. Wow. And I think, wow, we are the ones that need to see the light. So it's, it's not about convincing anybody else other than ourselves. Today, God, help me let go of my need to control outcomes by influencing the beliefs of others. I will concentrate on accepting myself Rather than trying to prove something about myself, if I catch myself in the codependent trap of trying to empathize something about myself to another, I will ask myself if I need to convince myself at that point. Yeah, and I really do have to ask, you know, when I'm kind of talking to people, is it, am I really trying to convince the other person or am I trying to convince myself, you know, that I have changed? The final reading comes from the language of letting go, Melody Beatty, and it is time to get angry. It's about time you got angry. Yes, that angry. Anger can be such a potent, frightening emotion. It can also be a feeling that guides us to important decisions, sometimes decisions difficult to make. It could signal other people's problems, our problems, or simply problems we need to address. We deny our anger for a variety of reasons. We don't give ourselves permission to allow it to come into our awareness at first. Understand that it does not go away. It sits in layers, under the surface, waiting for us to become ready, safe, and strong enough to deal with it. What we may do instead of facing our anger and what it is telling us about self-care is feel hurt, victimized, trapped, guilty, and uncertain about how to take care of ourselves. We may withdraw, deny, make excuses, and hide our heads in the sand for a while. We may punish, get even, whine, and wonder. We may repeatedly forgive the other person for behaviors that hurt us. We may be afraid that someone will go away if we deal with our anger toward him or her. We may be afraid we will need to go away if we deal with our anger. We may simply be afraid of our anger and the potency of it. We may not know we have a right, even a responsibility, to ourselves to allow ourselves to feel and learn from our anger. God, help my hidden or repressed angry feelings to surface. Help me have the courage to face them. Help me understand how I need to take care of myself with the people I feel anger toward. Help me stop telling myself something is wrong with me when people victimize me and I feel angry about the victimization. I can trust my feelings to signal problems that need my attention. And I think, you know, I probably suppress it in my family, really. And, uh, you know, I I think, you know, out in the open and, and with things that happen during the work day, you know, I don't believe that anger really helps me, but I think it. I think I'm, you know, this passage made me realize in some areas where, you know, I feel like I'm taking the high road, but I really need to, uh, you know, probably communicate, or not probably, communicate with my inner child. Anyhow, that concludes today's readings. Um, Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause, because that is where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself.